It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, what's going on, folks? Oh, we got another one. Here we are. Uh, this is definitely not get. Well, it might, right? Wait, are we back on track? Is this getting posted on the right day? I know we're, we're we're way late. No, we're behind. Oh fuck! Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, we don't, days to... don't matter. It's all it's all a big nothing right now. I mean, there I are know, no but, days. It's gonna get released. So the seventeen people across these great United States, the two guys in France, the seven guys in India, and the one person in Norway—they're waiting for Thursday to come around. And, yeah, you're right. You're right. We shouldn't. Is it's, it's funny dead? that we did it more consistently before a pandemic, and now we have nothing but time on our hands, and it's hard to actually do it on time. Isn't that wild? Well, because I'm, yeah. I'm like regimented, you know. Like there's there's a structure to my life. I just stay up till four in the morning playing fucking Grand Theft Auto, and then just kind of fall asleep on the couch. Um, yeah. Shit. Well, we're sorry, guys. Happy Monday or Sunday, the day of the Lord. Saturday. Um, or, or yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, but now it's Saturday. yeah. When they hear this, right. dummy. Oh um, God damn it! You're right. Sorry. God damn it. Um, so this is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those that deserve it. Um, pats on the back. Pats on the fanny. We highlight the good and the bad of society. If you're new, and. Um, I got a good one. I'm going to start with this one, all right? All right. You do this. So this is Go. a hats off. Get it. Hats off to you, sir. So there's a, uh, there's a guy in New Jersey. Uh, first of all, his name is Sudeep Katani. Um, which cool, I'm assuming is, uh, I like that. Sudeep. Yeah. Sudeep, S-U-D-E-E-P. I just wish his last name. Ladies, you're going to fall so deeply in love with me. Oh. Yeah, it's just, it sounds like half of one of those joke names. Like, uh, hi, my name is Hugh Jass. Yeah. Uh, If his last name was like Indipussy. Hi, my name is Sudeep Indipussy. So that's. It's going to be my firstborn's name. Sudeep Indipussy. Calendar. Um, so it's, he's he's living in New Jersey and he's under fire right now because he's taking it old school. And this is why this is a hats off. The police are looking for him because, frankly, the man's racist against Italians. And, and I, for one, am glad to hear old fashioned like 40s and 50s racism again. Yeah, yeah. Where you hate the Irish because they're drunk. All, they, you know, they piss on your fucking in your alley all the time. So you just hate them. <laughs> Yeah, some like gangs of New York racism. Uh, so this guy lives in New Jersey, and he is um, being pursued by the law enforcement apparatus of his uh, of multiple counties because. Uh, so basically, his mo is that he calls in large orders of food to pizza places and delis, and says they're um, either going to be a <clears throat> pickup or that like he's going to deliver them to like the cops or a fire department, and then he doesn't show up. <laughs> that's like an 11 year old move that's what we would do it like to the to the weird neighbor kid we didn't like we you yeah, know you we'd just be like call Domino's and order 10 pizzas yeah you just like fuck up his parents night they're like uh we didn't order these but then like you know some parents are cool and they're like wow fuck I think you got pranked but we'll take it you know we could have some Thai food tonight and you're like yeah fuck. yeah we'll get them back we'll we get went to back. prank you we went to prank you and then you ended up just having a nice fucking pad Thai yeah, when I was a kid, I had like a friend who had a psycho older brother, and we were like doing the innocent. We we're like, we're gonna toilet paper them. And his brother was like, probably shouldn't even still been living at home. Like, was like eight years older than us, and asked for toilet paper, and he shows up, and he just fills their mailbox with dog shit. And we're like, come on, <laughs> wait, hold on, we're just toilet paper in here, bro. Take it easy. But yeah, it's, man, it's so I, funny. Our, I wonder what the Italians friend. did. To oh, there him. he is. Um, well, our friend to to go with you're just saying the um, our, my friend Jimmy growing up, uh, fucking shout out Jimmy. Uh, it's so weird now because he like he he was in the Marines for five years and then now he's got like five little boys and he's still my age. You're like that's so weird to think about, but um, 
he he was like the one he was the guy that would escalate so the two the, one time we were we were out like i think we were just like roaming town we're like hey let's switch people's mail and he goes yeah let's like move their basketball hoop and we're like chill dude uh um one time we were like hey let's like uh let's put like dog shit on their lawn he's like let's open a fire hydrant i have the tool in my pocket <laughs> and we're like yeah why do you have the why do you have the fire hydrant tool in your pocket so the joke just became like oh it's cool like hey you guys want to murder a cop i've got the tools in my pocket um so yeah basically um he used like a this guy sudi he used like a call blocker or a number blocker which back in my day was just what star 76 or whatever yeah 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 and so he used a fake uh, phone number to place the order and then he'd make uh and then when they like if like some of the places like happened to uh be able to like get him back on the phone and he just went on rants about italians and wish they would be afflicted with the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> so he's being charged with theft and fraud for several thousands of dollars of losses to several small businesses yeah, so he did it a long time before he got caught obviously because what cop is gonna how are you gonna get caught immediately doing that well that's well, a th- okay. weird um it's such a so, weird thing. The only like, why? I guess he must have lived in an Italian neighborhood, and he must have gotten beaten up by a bunch of Italians or something. Yeah, he lives in New Jersey. Some like poor Ginzos from down the block probably beat his ass growing up. Like when he was like, because I feel this country. Jersey's one of the few places where they still have like Italian neighborhoods because every like I always see go to places and they're like, yeah, this used to be up in. You know, out twenty miles outside of Seattle was an all Polish fishing village. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Polacks, and now it's a bunch of hipsters and like Chipotle's. And you know, eventually the people get bought out. They don't really, you don't really have like Irish neighborhoods, Italian neighborhoods anymore. But I think in Jersey, I think you do. Oh no, yeah, for sure. But also, it's like people, everybody that got pushed out of New York, kind of just you know spreads out to like Long Island, Staten Island, and then like North Jersey. The um, fuck. Even Little said, Italy in New York, I, I went there, and it's like a block and a half now, and then the rest is just Chinatown. Like, yeah, you they stumble said, into Chinatown, and you don't even realize it. The Oh, the, you know what's a good one that uh, breaks your example is um, Little Armenia was, like, East Hollywood. Yeah. Because, you know, they name it there because when the initial immigrants from that country all come over, you know, you have Thai town, Filipino town, all that, and the people generally stay there, <laughs> uh, Korea town, but then... Like all the Armenians came to Little Armenia, and they're like, "This place fucking sucks." And then they just took over Glendale. Now Glendale's Little yeah, Armenia. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I ask, I like, I would tell people I lived in Little Armenia. Like my uncle's from Lebanon, and he's like, "Oh, you used to live in Glendale?" I'm like, "No, East Hollywood, bro. Come on." <laughs> Which is a, there's what there's more Thai one Sanku chicken. Yeah, yeah. We even have a little Ethiopian LA, which makes no sense. Yeah, you don't see Ethiopes around too often. Huh. No, we have a little Ethiopia. We don't have a little Italy, but we have. A little I know, Ethiopia. but you go to you go to K Town, and the signs are in Korean. You go to yeah, there are there Ethiopia. are actually Korean people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you don't go to like I don't know, little Somalia and see lines and fucking jibber jabber. Um, <laughs> So officers say that uh, Sudeep Katani used a voice override service to hide his phone number, but detectives were able to find him anyway. And then they just glance over that. It's like, hey, wh- how he used a voice override service? What 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 sketchy fucking Big Brother tool does the sheriff's department have that they they caught him anyway? Everyone can be found, no matter what. None of that shit works. That's what I'm saying. Huh. It's like, what's the difference? Like cops. Remember, like, 10 years ago, cops got caught using, they called it Stingray technology, where they would, like... No. So, they ba- I think, basically, what it was, it, it was a bunch of things. It was linked to, like, this camera that they just attached to, like, cruisers, and it would just scan every single license plate that it passed, that it could, oh, like, okay. capture in its frame, and would run it. Um, but one of the other things it did was, like, it would ping your cell phone. So, if it knew your network and, like, it was tracking you, it could find your location based on, like... Who'd call you most recently, and then they could like you know <clears throat> go to your friends and shit. So there's a bunch of sketchy stuff. You're not going to hide from them. I just like how the well, just... article put it. But detectives were able to find him anyway, and then they just they suggest blah 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 blah. Your de- I mean the cops just run license plates all the time. I went on a ride along a couple months ago, and 
the uh, we the cop. I was in Downey during the ride along, and there was just like a. It wasn't even that nice of a car. It was like a Porsche, and the cop was like, "What the fuck's a Porsche doing in Downey?" Beep boop 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 boop, and just types in his license plate. <laughs> like they're constantly just driving, and they have a full keyboard, you know, right yeah. in their center console. So they're just every license plate. Every time a cop's behind you, they're running your plates. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't I, like cops behind. Cop pulls me over for a cell phone. I'm like, bro, I saw you using your cell phone and a laptop. Yeah, yeah. full blown keyboard, dude. I'm a better driver than you, I guarantee it. Let's how see. Mu- uh, how much is this guy facing? How much time? They don't say that. Uh, obviously, I, he's probably just hasn't been before a judge yet. Um, but they're saying it's thousands of dollars of theft, which in New Jersey, you know, it's that's a that's a big mob union state, so. You never know. They might. That's one of those states where they just kept raising it and raising it. So, you know, uh, wise guys didn't, just, you know, stop getting less serious charges. I would assume. Um, this is funny. Uh, the cops think he's down in Orlando, Florida, where uh, they said he's supposed to be on probation for selling fake Disney World tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that's a definite racket. I never thought of in Florida. Probably in Anaheim too, but just. Just you know, every time you go to a concert, people are like, "Yo, you need tickets, you need tickets." But I never thought about Disneyland. It seems like it's actually probably a bat. Like you could probably make more money doing like the Pomona Roller Derby or something, because Disney seems like it's such a hassle. Like you got to be Frank Abagnale from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't like take the sticker off of something. I feel like Disney has like RFID chips and like QR codes. Yeah, you could still scam some dumb family from Ohio trying to save a buck. Or yeah, what I guess they do is. Like you buy a like a batch of legitimate tickets, and you have them like in a cycle where you buy a couple every month, so you get some legit tickets. And then by the time I'm totally stealing this from Sopranos, by the time um, they uh, go to use them, they've canceled their line of credit, so the tickets were valid at one point. And then they- no, a thing I thought of in uh, high school was uh, for the Antelope Valley Fair was uh, we didn't do it, but it was a little scheme I plotted up. If I had more balls, I might have followed through on it. But go buy actual tickets to the fair and then scalp actual tickets. And then when they buy those, be like, and for 10 bucks more per ticket, I'll give you these wristbands, which the wristbands are bullshit. You just buy them like in like 10,000. But you just like, and it, with this wristband, all the carnival games are free. Oh, I feel yeah. Like people would fall for that. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you yeah. upsell them on something that makes no sense. But, you know, they still get into the park. And by the time they're in the carnival games, you're counting your ducats over at fucking Mickey D's. Yeah, so you're only half scamming them. Let's do it. When this corona's over, we're going to the fucking fair. <laughs> Hannah and I were talking about it. We're definitely going to... We were thinking about the L.A. fair, but I've been there, or I haven't been there. Um, and I grew up on fairs, so I feel like I'm I'm, I'm thinking like 4-H, like the bull ride, you know, carnival games, shit like that. Yeah, but yeah, LA, small town fair. L.A. fair's bougie. I was thinking maybe Ventura. They might be. It's on the coast, and it might. You know, it's it's on the beach, and it might be like a little bit more folky because it's more agricultural out there. Yeah, because the L.A. fair and the Orange County fair, it's like they fucking. You know, they have legit bands play. You know, Bob Dylan plays there. That's I what I'm saying. Bill it's Cos- like I saw Bill Cosby there before he got in trouble. If we're gonna go to um, like the L.A. fair, it would be for like whatever music act is probably gonna be there. Yeah. Um, we uh, Paso Robles, the California State Fair is fucking great. I saw Weird Al there. Weird Al loves fairs. He played the Orange County Fair for 10 years free. Every year, free show, free show, Yeah, yeah, free show. that's how I and saw him. It. it was the only free concert that year. And then he blew up a few years ago, and then he actually played, like, the main stage, and I was really amped for him because he put in his time. He put in his fair time. Yeah, I got a picture it's of me in a fair. fucking... A Dragon Ball Z shirt standing on a chair watching Weird Al. Sick. Yeah, dude. Uh, let me see. Uh, what do you got? I'm done with that guy's done. He, we'll, we'll probably get All an right. update from him. I got a. I haven't had many real life experiences since I've been quarantined, but I've had a few. I got a gloves off. Gloves off. This right. was still me in isolation, but um. I, I, I was in Utah for a while, and I went from Utah to Joshua Tree. I'm like fucking, like Jason Bourne, I feel like. Just like traveling the country by myself, um, not finding anybody, but I don't have secrets. But um, <laughs> so, so I'm going from Utah to California. You drive right through Vegas. And 
when you leave Vegas, the whole ride through California was there were billboards for casinos, California casinos. It's like Morongo, Pachanga, yeah. all these places. Why the fuck are you advertising for casinos when I just left the casino mecca of the world? It's like $9.99 Primer Buffet, Crab Legs, fucking cheapest act in town, Boss Skaggs is playing. What do you, yeah. what do people, are people leaving Vegas and then being like, yo, babe, let's stop at Pachanga on the way home from a casino? Hell no. Yeah, I'm looking at, because we used to go to Chumash all the time. Now I'm thinking that's like you could have drive another 40 minutes and just go to Las Vegas. What's yeah, Chumash, like but, two and a half hours? I've never even been to Chumash, but probably. But I, I just can't imagine the idea, because granted, I wasn't leaving Vegas, so I wasn't, but... But every time I've left Vegas, the last thing in the world I want is another casino. I'm like the most hungover of all time. I feel like shit. I want to go home. If I won money, I want to keep it. And if I've lost money, I want to get the fuck home. But it clearly also, works. People are literally going from Vegas to Pechanga. That's insane. Well, outside of the Asian community, you're saying? They're not putting these billboards up just for Asians. And I don't know. It's um, just wild. Yeah, it's, it's like um, like on the five freeway going north, leaving Disneyland. It's like, hey, there's a carnival right here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, no, why do you want to go? I'm pretty amusemented out. Um, For me, I it's, do love it's the... uh, when I leave Vegas, I'm just like, because it's always the, the ride to Vegas is so quick. And then the ride home feels like it's like 45 hours. The only place I want to stop on the way home from Vegas is Barstow to eat at the original Del Taco. That's my yeah. only interest. And then I want to go home. And, but, a, and for the listeners, there's two Del Tacos. Make sure you find the right one. Because one is just a normal Del Taco. The other one, the food looks like the pictures. Yeah. And I, you want, I like the Del Taco. You want Taco your taco made by a lesbian. It's so stupid. I went to that Barstow Del Taco on, on the way home. And they have all these, like... Barstow only menu items that are the dumbest menu items ever. Where it's like, all right, here's the deal: we got a Barstow taco. It's exactly like a regular taco from Del Taco, <laughs> but we put a tomato slice on it. Just one tomato slice horizontal on the top, so you can't even eat it anyway because it's ridiculous. And then they just have it's called a a burger taco or something. All it is, it's just a taco on a bun. And it's like, those are your Barstow secret creations? Wait, That's all you got? Isn't a taco on a bun just a burger? It's not, it's, well, kind of. It's ground beef that's broken up. It's not in a patty for it. So it's a, it's a bad sloppy joke. No, it is a burger. Call, the, the meat's in a less convenient shape. Yeah, you. yeah. It's worse. The meat's going to spill out of it. it they yeah, call it a bun um, taco is what they call it. Uh, a manwich even is like, uh, you know, a classic sloppy joe. It has the sauce that keeps it all together for the most part. And you're still going to get drippage. But just like taco meat, that makes no goddamn yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. We're going to give you a burger, less exactly like you said, a less convenient cheeseburger. Remember and then they when, uh, literally have tacos with a horizontal tomato slice. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Where they trying to make their own Chicago dog? It's yeah, like, pretty much. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, you remember when Burger King was trying the Whopperito? It was a burger, but in it was just in a burrito form. No, oh, that sounds. They would just slice no, the patties in half. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Whoever had I just can't. I want to know who's going to these casinos. Like these are some degenerate, degenerate gamblers. Like I have won. Um, a lot of my, my my lady loves side of the family are crazy gamblers. Um, the Asian ones, they're super into it. Like this, her. Like her grandpa is like 98 years old um, and he lives, he's fucking dying and all he wants to do is go to the casino. So I talked to his daughter and she's like, yeah, we go about once a month. I, I drive his old ass to the casino and I love that. I love that gambling dedication. Maybe I'm not like, I'm not a degenerate gambler. I'm a degenerate, a lot of things, but not gambler. Um, but to go to a fucking, to go to Pachanga on the way home from Vegas is insane. Absolutely insane. Mitch, where'd you go? 
I think <laughs> I think Mitch is frozen. I thought he was just listening very intently to your conversation. Yeah, yeah, went on too went on too long. I all think right. All, all right, fans, we were having some technical technical problems. difficulties. Mitch is oh, frozen. Going. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> the other thing about the Barso del Taco, a lot of stray cats in the parking lot. I get, I don't get creeped out like when I'm in bad neighborhoods, when I'm in ghetto places. But I get when I see stray cats everywhere, I get really freaked out. I don't know, they're just cats, but it freaks me out. Like, why do cats breed a lot in a certain area? I left my car in the Del Taco parking lot, and oh, uh, he's moving. Went Am to I go back? Eat. Hold on, we can't hear. Yeah. When I came, when I came back I to the for? Del Taco, eh, uh, not long. For me to just talk about Del Taco. Yeah. But right. I, I went to go eat in Del Taco, and I came back out, and like twenty cats ran out of my car when I started my engine. It really freaked me out. <laughs> I don't. There are a lot of stray cats at the Barso Del Taco, dude. I'm serious. Dude, there's a lot of stray everything in in Barstow. Um, yeah. You know what's funny is that's where um, my mom's uh, mom and brother are buried there. So it's kind of become our family graveyard where, like, that's where people are buying plots now. <laughs> that city just, like, took a fucking hard dive. And you just you make the wrong turn and you just look like you're literally in, like, the the shitty redneck, um, like, area of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, dude, I went to um, – because neither of those Del Tacos are actually the original. They've torn those down. Yeah. I went to where – like same with like the original in and out the original in and out's torn down they have a replica but i went deep into barso and went to the actual original del taco it's not operating anymore mm -hmm. and i was like in this scary dirt lot with tweakers everywhere and i'm taking photos of it and i got it really fucking freaked me out dude because i'm in a foreign area like a dumbass taking photos and it's not even called it like went from a del taco to like burger time or something and even that shut down but uh, um yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine show. dude i remember in 2008 because mojave is like the trucker stop and then uh when i was in high school they rerouted the freeway so truckers no longer drove through that town and then also like the economic hit so literally it went from like a strip of like you know 10 gas stations and like 30 fast food options and a grocery store to like one gas station and like maybe two fast food places like a mcdonald's and a jack-in-the-box like the two ones nobody wants, but they can afford to stay open because they're so huge. Is it, you know? Uh, but all of the other structures are still there. So, like, it turned into, I watched it become a ghost town in like four and a half years. Yeah. That's uh, how, uh, yeah. That's how Winslow, Arizona is, where you go there and you're like, oh, cool. Look at this awesome old 50s diner. And then you drive up, you're like, oh, it's been abandoned for 14 years. You're like, oh, look at this drive-in movie theater. Sick. Oh, no. Shit, that's gone. It's just ghosts. All right, uh, so that's it. Oh. Weirdos who uh, go to casinos after Vegas. Oh, I was, oh, that's what I said when I cut out was uh, we had Diamond Gyms. My stepdad would go there. It was just – it had its own exit off of the 14 freeway, and there was not another structure for, like, 20 miles. Was it one of those casinos that was, like, the size of a gas station? Oh, yeah. All right. I've never yeah. been to one of those. I've been to gas stations it's great. where they have slots, but. No, Vegas no, it's is like. so fucking weird. Well, yeah, but you might as well go to Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the cliche, but it is adult Disneyland where you're like, oh, this is kind of crazy. Like, some guy in a fucking Kango hat just asked me if I want cocaine. And, you know, there's pretty lights. And now they, like, they've. They have kind of, like, family friended it up, which means there's like you know nicer like cheap food options um just like amusements walking around they've linked everything <clears throat> together every between each casino now is like a like a city walk type thing where they got like a uh what i'm trying to think like a bj's <laughs> yeah <laughs> you a, got a, a, Johnny a yard house and uh, that's that's why I the end of casino the movie is amazing because it just shows them demolishing everything and then it just shows shots of like the wizard at the wizard hotel and the pirate ship at the pirate ship hotel mm -hmm. and the and the fucking sphinx at the pyramid hotel just how they just fucking yeah clowned it up for everybody and made more doing that yeah except for um mgm they put a big lion as the entrance like you walk through the lion's mouth and chinese people were like what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not walking into the mouth of yeah, a lion to gamble. They should be next to the door, dummy. 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not literally walking into the lion's mouth to lose money. Like that's not only a bad omen, it's just like shitty marketing. Like as far as like Target goes to make like every store smell the same and like they lay it out in such a manner so like you buy more things. And then MGM's just like they're going to walk straight into the mouth of the beast. No one's going to connect two and two. I swear to god. Yeah, we should, we, um, we all should right. go to Vegas once it opens. Once it opens. I've never even had like a real fun Vegas experience. I always say at the shittiest places with the biggest dirt bags I can go with. And I've never like, like I went, I was in, I'm, I was, last time I was there, I was wa- walking through the wind casino with Doug Reed and Jared. And you want to know about getting fucking <laughs> dirty looks, dirty looks in a casino. The wind's one of the nicest casinos there is. And I'm there with like fucking Jared and Doug. And, Dude, I, I was there's shocked. a Lamborghini Maybe dealership would, in the lobby. I was shocked. <laughs> like, I truly thought we were going to get kicked out for just being there. Like, we weren't even doing anything wrong. We're just drunk walking through a casino. And I was convinced every security guard, everyone in a suit was looking at us like we're just the scum of the earth. But, uh, it was fun. Yeah, I, I feel like State Line is more mine than your speed, though. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. It was so hard not to stop at Whiskey Pete's when I drove by. <laughs> just for old time's sake. Just yeah. sneak into a mall. Oh, Memories shit. flooded. Okay. All right, what do you got, bud? Let me see. Uh, do, do, what should I do next? All right, this one's great. Uh, do you see they filled in the skate park at Venice with sand? With sand, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently the other day the cops had to show up because people just showed up with dirt bikes. <laughs> 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 like you're trying to stop my good time. I just, I just added that to my list. It's a hats off, by the way, because there was some dude you, named Garrett just sitting on his couch, uh, and then he heard they filled in the skate park with sand, and he just looked over at his buddy. And he went, "Bro, you're never gonna believe what just happened." And they got on their stupid little like uh, pit bikes with Monster Energy stickers all over it, and went and go fucking head for the boardwalk. Yeah. And I like the like that's a blatant fuck you because if you're a dirt bike rider, you go to the desert. They're not shutting down the desert. You know, yeah. anyone can fucking drive into Glamis or drive into the just go to Riverside and you can dirt bike your heart out. That was a blatant fuck you. Probably <laughs> It's not like there were like fucking ramps built up. You know, it's not like the the sand molded around the the fucking I don't know, the ramps and the fucking rails. No, they that's still what's had hilarious. to carve. Yeah, it's like um, well, it's a concrete skate park, so it's like eventually all the sand just goes into like all the pools, but it's like that doesn't really affect me. Like, so you can just use the skate park on a dirt bike, and whereas a skateboard would be stopped, you just fucking throw a sick ass fucking rooster tail at the back tire. Um, uh, Kenny Lyon was it was in Venice yesterday. He got kicked out by the cops. Yeah, th- those are the weird ones where you're like. Like they're supposed to be encouraging social distancing, but I live across the street from a park. Like you've seen it, that uh, there's a guy that's he's there every day and he sets up a boxing ring. He's like clearly like a personal trainer who's trying to keep his clients happy, but he literally brings like eight tote buckets full of gear, like a whole set of kettlebells and dumbbells, like medicine balls, balance balls, and he like literally just sets up and like runs multiple clients at the park. I'm like, they're like giving guys on the beach tickets, but like this guy's just allowed to just do this. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you just can't patrol everything. There are all these parks. There are a lot of um, dude. I'm pissed. Where I am, there's because J- Joshua Tree, the actual state park, is shut down. So I've been like going on these cool hikes that just end. So like, all right, the hike was cool, but you weren't in state park territory. But even with like the beach thing, if we go to the beach, we're still completely isolating ourselves because there are only like three of us on the beach. Well, that's a bunch of people's argument is it's like, oh, I can't go fishing. Just me and my son can't go fishing, but I can go to Walmart and stand in the frozen food aisle. It makes no sense. Yeah. Or like um, in like, I think it's Wisconsin and Michigan. They're all like in an uproar because the governor's like uh, banned like the gardening section. Or it's like, oh, my garden has to go to shit or I can't start a garden with all this time off because like that part of the store has to be closed. Yeah, that's weird. That's like what's been keeping my lady sane. She's like a gardening fool right now, and it makes sense. It's like that's something she can do completely by herself. 
in our yard. Yeah, I think they're just, we have too many public spaces to enforce. Because, yeah, it makes no sense why I can't go throw my fucking, throw my pole off the pier, but I can stand in a Stater Brothers with, like, 95 (laughs) other people. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking coughing on an old lady, but. I can literally catch my own food. I went to the Stater Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I went to Whole Foods a couple of weeks ago, and they they were like, "No, this is it's Senior Citizen Hour," where they oh, they were only letting right in old time. people. Yeah, and I was like, "You're gonna make me go dye my mustache gray and try to sneak back in here, lady? I want some <laughs> fucking free range beef." Come on, let me in there. <laughs> hey, I, I, I had a cool. I was, try to come in here. I don't know what you're talking about. Unhand me. I'm too. Me. I'm too old for this. <laughs> you broke my bones. All right, sorry, you're at Stater Brothers? Yeah, and there's this cool guy. I've been there like three times since I've been in Joshua Tree, and there's this cool old hippie guy who just uh, doesn't just play guitar in the parking lot. I like his move because I've never seen this move. The people who play music outside of grocery stores, they know you, and they stand right in front of the door. Yep. This guy just backs his truck in, and he plays in the parking lot. Okay, so he's yeah. not he's not bugging everyone. Just and, providing some ambiance. And he's really good at it. And then he has a bunch of, I mean, I haven't, it's taken a lot of willpower not to do it, but he has a bunch of instruments that anyone can play. So, you know, like hand me a tambourine. You yeah. get a, you get a, you know, you get a maraca or something. <laughs> but uh, I, I like how I would avoid that guy like the plague. And you're like, it's, it's so hard not to go talk to this guy. <laughs> I, I have, I gave him five bucks, but, um, no, but I want to, yeah, I want to hang out with them. Like, I I haven't had real interactions with people. I, um, like, when I, like, the last day I was in Utah, there was some, like, this couple walked by, and they're, like, they knew someone who lived at the house where I was staying. And they're, like, she's, like, my sister was, like, oh, this is my brother Spencer. And I went right up to shake the guy's hand. And my sister was, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was the it was the first new person I've met since the quarantine. I've literally, yeah. I haven't met any new people. These were the first ones. And manners, I'm supposed to shake a man's hand, look him in the eyes, you know? Yeah. And my sister was like, you fucking idiot. But it was like, I don't, it's the first time it's happened. What am I supposed Dude, to I do? Dude, I still shake hands like I'm in Predator. People try to avoid a handshake, I just go for the forearm. Like, it was a pleasure going into battle with you. Like, I'm a Spartan. I gotta <laughs> do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, there's an Instagram page just for the uh, the leader of Norway. I think it's president or prime minister. She's a big old fat lady. Uh, she seems nice, but she's uh, she's like it's it was like a joke a month ago, and she's still doing it. She's trying to shake everybody's hand. So there's just like montages of her going in. People are like Ugh. like they instinctively go to like reciprocate, and then they remember. And she's like, oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's me. I'm a big fat Norwegian prime minister. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, what do you got? I got a hats off to myself. Hats off to you. One break your shoulder, patting your own back. Huh? Yeah, big time, big time. Um, I got to do this on the podcast because I don't have I don't have that many people to brag about it to. But um, and this is how <laughs> bored I am. I've actually written all this down and counted. I have, in the place I'm staying, a cribs amount of beverages. Oh, that's tight. That is I'm tight. Ta- I'm talking, I actually sat, left my refrigerator door open for like 10 minutes counting everything. Because I didn't even mean to, but I just kept buying beverages, different beverages. So I'm going to rattle them all out. I wrote them down. And I wrote these down well before the podcast. This was not for the podcast. I just wanted to document <laughs> This is Jared's wet dream. Just an array Bro, of expensive juices. He would juices. lose his shit. I want to send him pretty much. I got water, milk, Coca-Cola, cherry. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of water? Just just any just standard arrowhead. Water? I'm just yeah, counting you... that for the numbers. Just arrowhead. It's nothing cool. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you like it's like actually like cribs where you have like Essentia and like pH balance water. Fiji. No. No no pH balance. But you know, I got I just I gotta just count it. But right. I got water, milk, Coca-Cola, Cherry 7-Up, Orange Fanta, Pog Juice, which is pineapple, orange, guava, 
strawberry lemonade, one Red Bull, chocolate milk, <laughs> root beer float, which I'll explain later, cactus cooler, root beer, protein shake, almond milk, oat milk, regular milk, which I already said, uh, cold brew coffee, pineapple juice, Perrier orange sparkling, Gatorade, spicy vitamin water, kombucha, and beer. That's 23 different beverage options. Spicy and vitamin water sounds like it just is kombucha. It's just, I haven't tried it. It was only like 50 cents at the gas station, but it's like watermelon fucking Tabasco or something. But, uh, yeah. What the hell is 50 so, cents so, thinking? So they're not all winners. They're not all winners, but uh, 23 is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's unreal. Well, you said you're going to get back to something. What was it? The uh... I have a dude. It was at that that uh, cheese place I stopped by in Beaver, Utah, right on the border. And I've been a Beaver. They have, it, it looks like a juice box, but it's flavored root beer float. I've not had it. Hmm. I only have one of them. See, some of these beverages too. I have like what some's a twelve pack. Oh, also ginger ale. I didn't write ginger ale, but um, twenty four. Um, it sounds like you just dropped a whole paycheck at Galco's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just built it up over time. Or like it's, the deals were like, oh, get one 12 pack of Coke. But if you get four, you save $9. You know, so I bought into some of that shit. Some of it sounds but, responsible. Uh, I think the only thing on the list I have is milk and sparkling water. <laughs> and then you started getting crazy. You're like, I, I don't think I've had Coke in years. Uh, cherry soda sounded cherry. Cherry cola sounded good. Um, cactus yes, cooler is a must. Cactus cooler is a California classic. No one else knows about it. It's only in California. Dude, I just found out about that like a year ago. Oh, that's the greatest. How'd you? No, I mean, I, I've known about, about cactus cooler, but I just found out that it was a rarity. I'm like, you, what do you mean? It's orange pineapple. That sounds, doesn't that sound delicious? Why is that not? Yeah, I can't believe that it's not more popular because I've seen it in the only place I've ever seen it are Arizona and California. But, um, I'm just surprised it's not marketed. I don't know on this. Oh, it's probably it's probably one of those things that's like massive in Japan. Soda. But like black people love orange soda. Black people love pineapple soda. Why not? Why wouldn't they market it? You know, in Mississippi and Louisiana and stuff. Yeah, only market in poor neighborhoods like uh, cigarettes at liquor stores. You know. Yeah, like menthols. But I love it too. It's a California classic. It's great. So that's my hats off to myself. Yeah, sick, dude. That is, that's, I thought you were going to like downplay it, but then that, that actually sounded like a cribs fridge. I got to see a photo. Was it all like uh, neatly arranged? Like you it were was Mariah Carey? It was. It's not <laughs> anymore. It was when I first showed up to the place. Although when I first showed up, I probably only had like 15. Now I have 23. The, it's also a tiny fridge. So, so uh, there's not a lot of room, but there's many, get a, many liquids in here. You get smaller cans too. Yeah, so it looks makes the fridge look normal size. Yeah, some are the mini cans. I like I like that eight ounce can they came up with. That's way better than a full soda. Uh, yeah, you get your kick, but you're not you know you're not being a bad boy. Yeah, um, you feel good about yourself. All right, here's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go next. This is a gloves off. Gloves off to, uh, what's her name? Lacey? Lindsay Devers. Uh, she's a nurse in Boston, right? So hey, she, she, Repeat that uh, name. You broke am up. Am I coming through? Yeah, you broke up. Oh, sorry. Ah, it doesn't matter. Lindsay Devers. She's a, a nurse in Boston. She's been training for the Boston Marathon for uh, like five months. So first of all, it's like, hey. Don't run in the Boston Marathon. I don't, you know, hey, fool me once, you know. I'm never going to work in the World Trade Center just off of just, they're like, what are the chances it happens twice? I'm like, I'm not taking my chances. I'm not going to run in the Boston Yeah, there's Marathon. a World Trade Center in Long Beach, and every time I pass it, I, like, get the chills. Where it's like, they're not no, going to fuck with that one. No one's fucked with yeah. that one. Uh, so they, but they postponed the Boston Marathon till like, later in the year. But she's like, I've been doing all this training. I got to do something. So she decided to run a marathon on her own. And, and so she turned on her uh, GPS tracking and she did one of those things where you like with her route, you spell something out. You've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people like do that for their wives or they spell. I love you. Makes yeah. Sense. So, so she wrote, uh, she intended to write Boston strong, 
but when she finished and she did she did she did boston she worked her way like in square blocks boston and then went down to the g and wrote strong backwards and when she finished she realized and by the way she (laughs) afterwards after the reveal it reveals in the article that she planned this for like weeks and she like mapped out her route and did like test runs and all this and that so i don't know how she fucked this up but she just spelled she left out the n so she just spelled boston strong and the newspaper is the one that caught it boston strong she left out the n in strong So she like prepped for weeks and she like planned her route this whole time. She never realized she left out a fucking an N. So the newspaper put it out and then one of the guys working on the newspaper is like, or I guess the website, the news website was like, hey, um, did anybody read this? Because um, it's well, she, did she apologize even, for her for her behavior? Well, she's just she's just like, ah, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, honest mistake. Boston Strog. Everyone gets the point. She's a nurse, blah, blah, blah. She decided to run a marathon. I just wanted to prove it to myself, yada, yada. Uh, Nurses love running marathons. I don't know. She said when she was done, she pulled up the app and was instantly like, oh, no, I spelled it wrong. But I think a lot of people are inspired by it. Uh, You inspired me for a segment on the show. Yeah, I'm inspired. Absolutely. I'm not going to run anywhere, but... Um, yeah, it's not as I'm powerful inspired. as that Mark Wahlberg movie. Where he was a, a cop who single-handedly stopped those those terrorist kids, but, but by golly. Well, Mark Wahlberg's inspiring. He also uh, walked down to the Philadelphia Eagles in that movie Invincible, made by Disney. True story. Vince Papali. He was, yeah, just, but... uh, he, he was just a bartender. Yeah, but have you ever seen that real story? No, I didn't even want, I tried to watch Invincible and I turned it off after like 19 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's still like Disney garbage, but they, uh, Disney doesn't, I mean, they've got some huge misses in their live action department, but, um, well, well sports movies, remember the Titans is really good. And, uh, is it miracle? The, I remember yes, growing up, is. everybody liked remember the Titans and I just never got it. I love it. Didn't it. make any sense to me. That's one of my biggest disappointments is because when that movie came out, I was the same age as that, um, that, you know how like the white coach had that daughter who was way into football. She was like a tomboy. Hayden Panettiere. She was, yeah. Yeah. And she was like 10 years old in the movie and I was 10 years old when it came out. So I was the exact same age as her. And I remember as a little kid thinking, holy shit, this is my dream girl. When she grows up, she's going to be the hottest girl on the planet. And then we both grew up at the exact, we're the same age. We both grew up and I did not find her attractive as a grown up. And I was super pissed. She has super, like super a, bummed. she's cheerleader body, like actual good cheerleader body. Like where she's like, she's like hot, but her arms are too buff, you know, like her upper. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Her um, butt's the best part because she's a cheerleader, but nothing else is good. And I was just super bummed because I remember thinking like, Ooh, I'm going to fuck that tomboy when I get older. Same age, it's going to work out. Oh, I'm gonna not, f- just yeah. nine-year-old you just sitting on the couch going, I'm going to fuck her. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you guys would create pretty much. wonderful little Aryan babies. Yeah. She, uh, that's not even the best movie she's in. <laughs> I prefer, oh, I uh, yeah, it is, as far as I'm concerned. I prefer the Tim Allen vehicle, Joe Somebody. Never seen it. She's like, uh, she's his daughter who's always disappointed in him. And he like finally, like, you know, at the end of the movie, she's proud of him. It's fun. <laughs> you know, what's fucking awesome. You're talking about Aryan, um, Aryan kids. <laughs> this is fucking pulled out of my real life. My sister adopted a kid. Um, he's like, he's a baby. He's a few months old and he, he has brown hair and and he does have blue eyes, but I guess babies can have blue eyes and it changes, you know. But my yeah. dad is losing his shit because he wants it to be blonde hair and blue eyed like us. And he's actually like saying to my sister, like, uh, you think he'll bleach his hair when he gets older? You think he'll bleach his hair? And what? is talking. Of, 
my dad thinks he's going to be short, so my he wants to give him human <laughs> growth hormones. He's talking about giving an infant HGH because he wants him to be tall like us, and it just shows the true colors. And it's so <laughs> fucking creepy. Dude, and my dad tells me to quit talking about my dad on this. My sister's like, you got to stop talking about dad on this podcast. He's going to hear it. And I honestly don't give a fuck. It's the <laughs> truth. He wants to give, he wants to bleach a baby's hair and give it human growth hormone. Why? So other people <laughs> think he's pure? Like it's, it's adopted. Yeah. It's the kid's cool. You get, he's white. You should be grateful for that. The adopted kid could have been any race. It's a white kid. Um, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, a psycho. I'm the darkest of my siblings, at least on my mom's side. And then um, I've got like my two brothers are like they were um, blonde until like they they hit their twenties, and they kind of became brunette. But we're all like kind of uh, darker. And then all <laughs> the kids that my mom adopted are both like beautiful Hitler youths. So oh, it's yeah, kind of the opposite. Those kids. Yeah, my dad would have loved those kids. I met your <laughs> dad. Oh my god, your dad would have adopted my little brother. <laughs> Look at him. He's got the correct skin color, the, the correct hair color. Uh, I'm sure he'd make a fine soldier and a good engineer. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he's not, not like, hey, uh, make sure we get him in classes early. Uh, see, like you got like teach him multiple languages while they're young. Get him in like special tutoring, this and that. He's like. So can we bleach his skin if he starts to look Mexican? Yeah. Like, don't give him the correct advantages in life. Just give him some weird fucking neo-Nazi yeah. mentality. Ones that wouldn't even be relevant by the time he's an adult. Um, I hope he's I hope he's in his life too, so he just gives the kid a complex. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's giving us all complexes. This kid, this kid, even though he lives a few states away, will not well, you know, he'll get it. He will not be free from the comedy. Yeah, I know. It's like, all right, my son's a bartender who does stand-up comedy, and <laughs> and I'm not worried about. But at least he's he's tall and blonde. I mean, we're winning on all fronts here. Nah, he's still pretty worried. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, "This was like a year ago." But he goes, he goes. Uh, remember when you told me that if uh, you're not famous three years into comedy, you're going to quit? And I was like, I, I never said that. I <laughs> definitely did not say that. There's no way I thought I, this would all work out in three years. He's like, no, you said that. You told me. And he's going on this thing that I secret that I told him secretly that uh, I was going to quit after three years. He's just like, he's like, just you telling him stuff and just going out the other side of his head. And then he's just like making up a movie in his head. Like, I, I didn't, that actually sounds pretty dramatic. I don't really make declarative statements like that yeah i would never have claimed to have made anything in three years but uh yeah yeah so i'm gonna try to make this kid a comic too we'll see what happens really yeah you gotta with them. you gotta pepper in a bunch of bullying should i bully him yeah i mean you gotta you know you gotta give him something you know well-adjusted people you don't make funny people. baby yeah exactly look at the, look at him he doesn't even have motor function this guy can't even <laughs> hey, raise your left hand. What is he? This guy doesn't even know right from left. What an idiot! <laughs> hey, what's two plus two? He's stupid. This guy's so dumb he can't even eat eat solid food. He's like my, my grandfather. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? I gotta get a so better accent. Dumb. Like you have to. You have to. I was talking to my sister, and she's like, "No," because she has an infant. He's like four months old, and she's like, "No, you gotta like slowly add like oats to the milk." like small amount of oats and then increase that up until he's eaten like cereal, essentially like oatmeal. And then you slowly like introduce one food at a time. So like this dude, like you have to slowly teach him how to use his mouth, like how to swallow, how to like use his tongue. And I'm like, damn, isn't that crazy that he's just dumb. And in like four years, he's going to like know how to work an iPad. He's just one of the dumbest things on the planet. Yeah, not even four years. People always do. I always hear parents do that move. Like, Oh, look at my baby. He's so smart. He knows how to use my iPhone. He's only two. It's like, yeah, because that's in his life more than anything else. You're always yeah. on your phone. But people always think that their kid's a genius because they know how to use an, like, they can remember a passcode to a phone. But that's, the phone thing is fucking real. Like, when I babysit my, uh, my nephew, I'll, like, bust out my phone to play music for him, and he'll, like, crawl towards it. It's a <laughs> magical beacon. He doesn't even know what the fuck a phone is, but yeah. he's going for it. 
Well, uh, also, like, uh, I mean, I was there when he was born, and I've seen him a couple times in person, but as of now, my most of my interactions with my nephew have been over FaceTime. So it's like, it's weird that he's an infant, and that's just, that exists in his world. It's like this weird, like, what was sci-fi when we were 10 years old is even fucking, that's just his reality. It's like Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we just think he's smart because we didn't have iPhones when we were two years old. Yeah, it's but, uh, like how my, my brother yeah. always fixed my like grandparents' computer. And you're like, no, you guys are just dumb and old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at this genius. He knows how to fix. Yeah, we're born with it. It's the same, like, babies will do that thing, like, um, my lady's nephew will be like, call no me, and he'll just point at the phone. Or, you know, he thinks, like, that's where his, his aunt lives, in the phone. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's just that's where she sees him because he, he just far lives away. inside the electronics like fucking Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Get her over here. She's right there. Uh, All right, who, whose turn is it? Uh, I, I did Boston Strug. Oh yeah, Boston Strug. R.I.P. Boston. Uh, I got a gloves off for the people out there. Gloves off. Yeah, we lost Let's our hear. sound effect. It's okay. Just men of <laughs> men of God who uh, gloves off who exploit. Yeah. Hey. Part of this is gloves off because these people are pieces of shit, and part of it's <laughs> a gloves off because this is something I've always wanted to do, and I know I'm not enough of a piece of shit to do it, but I really want to be a famous pastor super badly, and just scam people because I don't really believe in our Lord Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But uh, men of God who are exploiting this virus, there are these there are these pastors who are selling silver solution for $80. And they not only does do they say it cures um, corona, but they say it cures AIDS, it kills SARS, it cures everything. And scientists are saying that silver solution is actually bad for you if you take it. And they're just selling the shit like fucking hotcakes. And did you see that pastor, Kenneth Copeland, who tried to blow the virus away with his mouth? Anyone see that? Do you see that? God damn it, we lost Mitch again. Mitch be frozen. What is up we with your service him. in North oh. Hollywood? Uh, back in my the wife, game. Like, that, was different. that time my Wi-Fi just turned off. His Wi-Fi. Back in the game. Sorry, Pastor Kenneth Copeland. He's silver. not. He has not been selling silver solution. Yeah, it's like liquid silver, and it's supposed to. They claim it kills every pathogen it's ever been tested on. <laughs> what? And it, it violates state and federal law. And uh, the guy selling it too is the same pastor who. The, the second chances these people get, the guy who's selling Silver Solution is the same pastor who got caught in that money scam like in the 70s and he married Tammy Faye Baker. Remember him? Oh, yeah. What's his name? Belther Mesner, Tammy Faye Belther Baker. But he like he just did this insane money scam, went to prison and... Like the New York, New York actually put out a cease and desist on him, and he just was defrauding the public for two decades. Yeah, that's my plan B. If like if anything ever happens in my life, I feel like I've trained enough in stand up comedy that I could just read the Bible, like just get very acquainted with the Bible, and then just swindle people out. Like I'll become a millionaire in like you know under five years. No fucking problem. No. If, problem. if I lose all sense of like morality and like some type of you know any type of moral compass that I have. And like, if I John Wick, that's going to be my, you know, instead of going on a rampage, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to swindle all these fucking idiots in Oklahoma. Yeah. And you can be low key. You don't even need like a giant congregation. You can be grassroots and you can make your nut and live a decent life. Dude, Tony Alamo. Um, he, um, I used to drive by growing up, like we'd pass his church. He was like one of those big dudes in like the 80s or 90s, I think. He was like had all the the wives and almost got to like Waco and and then end up like he was doing a lot of sketchy shit. But um, his church is like the size of a liquor store or like a gas station, you know? Where you're like, that's kind of weird. But he had like millions of dollars coming through there. Yeah, and this this dude Kenneth Copeland, he's 
he went viral recently because uh, like Inside Edition reporter stopped him and asked him why he needed a private plane. Like, why do you need your congregation to buy you multiple private planes? And he was saying that he needs it because if he was on a regular flight and God starts talking to him and he started walking up and down the aisles talking talking to God, which you need to do, that people would think he was crazy. So he needs this personal plane so he can talk to God while he's in the air. And he did this big thing a couple weeks ago where he went to God his mega church to no one was in pacing. the audience. I think so. I think that's how it works. That's such that's a fucking job. excuse. Sorry, but, keep going. Uh, this, guy, this guy was in his mega church with no audience, and he had like five of his cronies with him. Not even social distancing. And he was saying that he's going to get rid of this coronavirus and God is going to chant, go within him and he's going to blow this virus away. And then Kenneth Copeland also literally just goes, oh. <laughs> I'll send you the video. It's amazing. And he, he blew the virus away quite literally. So I don't know why we're even inside anymore. So he's going to, he's literally stopping the coronavirus by blowing in people's faces. Just just blowing, not even anyone's faces. There's no one else in the church. But this guy's so creepy looking. Like He looks exactly how Satan would look if he put on like a skin suit. Like when you well, just look like, at Kenneth Copeland's face, he looks like the devil. Like men in black, cockroach man skin suit. <laughs> Sugar, water. Sugar and water. That's, that's the most disheartening. Like Joel Austin. I always, I've always looked at him as like, oh, if the devil's a guy, he's probably this guy. Like, you're going to come back as this weird, suave, like, southern, like, endearing. But he's kind of, he's going to be my model when I, when I John Wick out. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to study him like football players reading game tape. Yeah, and I think it'll work. You don't even have to get that famous. You just need a, you just need one city, one county, and yeah. you're good to go. Start out as one of those, like, uh, those churches in Mississippi that are just like in pop-up tents. They just set them up on the weekend. Those big white tents. Yeah. I've never seen small one of those in real life, but I always see those in movies. I know. I, that's what I was saying. Like, it's got to be in like, a, it's like an Alabama thing. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jerm? You ever seen one of those like pop-up churches? I'm from Kentucky. That was a weekend occurrence, sir. Snake, <laughs> snake handlers, dancers. <laughs> We had it all, man. I had, yeah. uh, I've seen a few of those Pentecostal snake handler churches back in the day, and whoo. Yeah, our our oh really? Our, our snake guys in California are just the guy that hang out the Santa Monica Pier over the, out yeah, there. Yeah. They're, they're pastors. I'm yoked out, and the Rock is my idol, and I have. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, the speaking in tongues, snake handling. That shit's cool, man. I'd love to like. That's the thing is like I, I did that a lot in my early 20s where uh, I would just go because like churches are open to everybody. So I like I got into Taoism for a while and like Buddhism, like you just go sit in on their services and you're like, oh, this is actually kind of dope. That's what I was doing. I'd just pop in and see what was what the big deal was. But yeah, like legit, like um, I'd love to go to like an Eastern Orthodox service. Cause they're they're Americanized over here, but I'd love to go to one in like in Eastern Europe where there's just some guy like a that like 1500s like furry hat. Just like swinging a snake blood at people. Yeah, I love going to different churches. The only reason I don't go is I don't like waking up early. But uh, I used to do that. I went to a place not even that, within the last six months called the Center of Spiritual Development. It was fucking uh -huh. dope, dude. I had a great time there. Those are cool too. Um, what are they called? There's like, is it Unitarian? Like uh, the non-denominational? It's just like a place of worship where you just have people of all faiths. Like generally people that are trying to be spiritual but don't want to assign a dogma to it. Yeah, they're like, we we believe in something. We uh, we uh, it's just a ritual in the gathering. is nice. It's nice to talk to people. Yeah, and then like I mean, every religion has like mass prayer. Like the idea of that your prayer is stronger when multiple people are doing it, like focused at the same time in mass. Um, if you believe in that kind of thing, then then God bless you. And I, I usually do. Um, and then when I stop believing that kind of stuff, I do mushrooms again. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm out of stuff. Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm done. I'm done. We're at one hour. Beautiful. Let's wrap it up, people. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Um, you can follow me at Mitchell Phil Up on Instagram at Robot Spencer at Hoko Pod. 
at Beam Jeremy. Don't forget that one. Uh, we were going to have uh, Dirtbag Rab on here, but kind um, of gave him short notice, so he's going to be on the next one probably. Um, so stay tuned for that. Sorry, this one's late. Um, it's about that. I love you. Bye.